This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I can't believe it's episode 186. You know I'm getting so excited to get to episode 200. I cannot wait. And I'm working on some special plans so that it's a big celebration because it's a huge, huge landmark for me. I'm so excited about it. And I want to remind you, we are in full swing of enrollment for the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership. And because I have enrollment open, and currently if you join a monthly membership, you get one, you pay for your first month and you get your second month for free. It's an amazing deal because it will change your life. Because you can access coaching and the group and the survivors in the group and the interactions with me and the tools that I will teach you to overcome thought patterns that keep you stuck in life, to create new thoughts that move you forward in life. You know, coaching is not just about coming to someone when you think you have a problem. Coaching is looking at your thoughts, becoming more aware of your thoughts so that you can actually create the life you want. So I coach a lot of people because they finish breast cancer and they say, you know what, now I want to create this thing in my life. Whether it is a business, whether it is a new or different relationship, whether it's some kind of goal they want to achieve. And we have to look at what thoughts are keeping them from getting there and what thoughts can we create to move them forward in life. And another thing is making this investment in yourself is really saying something to you. We put ourselves last far too often. You know, there are so many times in life when we say, oh, something will cost this money. How do I justify spending money on myself? But if someone else comes to you, someone you care about, someone you love, and they need three, four times that much money for themselves, man, you break out that checkbook and you don't think twice. So give that much priority and value to yourself. Invest in yourself by giving yourself this time and this support at this very, very important part of your life. What is important? Is it because you're recovering from breast cancer treatment? Yes, but it's also because you're here. And if you're here and you're coming here and you're listening to this podcast, you're trying to create something new. You're trying to think in a different way to feel better. We do everything in life because we want to feel a certain way, right? And the way that we think is what creates those feelings. So learning new ways of thinking so you can feel the way you want to feel and create the results you want to have in your life is so powerful. I love coaching for that reason. I go to a coach every week for that reason. It has changed my life phenomenally and the lives of so many women I work with. And that's why I want you to come and join me in the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Membership. I want to be that person to support you in creating the life you want to live. Get all the details at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. You will be so happy 
you did this for yourself. Promise. All right. Let's talk about today's show. Now, if you listen to the show around little ears, you might want to take a sec, listen to it another time, or listen to it in a place where little ears aren't around. We're going to talk about libido. And so it's up to you to decide the environment you want to listen to this in. Okay, while you're getting situated, I'll give a little bit of an intro here. So I've done a couple of other shows that address this issue, and I will link to those in the show notes for this episode, which you will find at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash 186. Now, those episodes address some of the physical aspects that we go through or may experience after breast cancer treatment, especially if we've been put into chemically induced menopause. And you can learn about how to address vaginal dryness and vaginal atrophy amongst other things in those episodes, which is very important, very, very important because pain and discomfort do not lend themselves to have a pleasant, intimate experience. Now, in this episode though, we're not gonna talk about that. I'm going to talk about something else that is a major roadblock when it comes to being physically intimate after breast cancer. Now, oftentimes, as with many things in our life, we look at the external aspects. We look at the external things that have changed. We might say, I had part of my breast or a whole breast or both breasts removed, so I don't have the sensation that I used to have, so I don't enjoy the experience as much. Or you may have the physical symptoms of vaginal dryness and atrophy, which can create a lot of pain. And then there's the fact that just with menopause, whether it is naturally occurring because of age or chemically induced, with menopause generally comes the lack of libido. We have a chemical change. We have a hormonal change. And so if we have the expectation that you're just going to feel the way you used to feel before menopause, and that it's just going to be that easy, you may be very disappointed. In fact, I want to share something with you so you know you're not alone. This is an excerpt from an article written by Harvard Medical School and Harvard Health Publishing. It's titled, it's about women's health, and it's titled, Yes, You Can Have Better Sex in Midlife and in the Years Beyond. And here's the excerpt from it. Even if, as the saying goes, the brain is a woman's most important sex organ, we can't deny the role our bodies play, especially as we get older. Satisfying sex depends on several things, presence of desire, arousal, absence of pain, and an ability to reach orgasm. After menopause, libido declines and changes in our bodies can make it difficult to get aroused, painful to have intercourse, and impossible to climax. It's little wonder that many women become dissatisfied with sex and some avoid intimacy entirely. Now, I wanted to share that with you so that you know. Now, some of you may have already been in menopause and you may already know that before you even had a cancer treatment, but some didn't. And I think it's important that you realize that when we have that thought in our head, right, cancer did this to me, cancer ruined my life, it doesn't serve us, it doesn't help us. And I'm going to go more into that here in a minute. But I think also knowing this is something that my physical body would have gone through. Maybe you did go through it earlier because of the life-saving treatment that you decided to have, right? That's an important thing to, to realize. It's an important place of power to come from. 
I decided to have life-saving treatment and this brought this into my life sooner than it would have or perhaps even more powerfully than it would have, more intensely than it would have, right? But knowing that menopause is this biological process and it comes with discomfort, oftentimes. So let's take a look at a couple of points from that Harvard Health article. You need presence of desire and arousal. The other ones, you need the absence of pain. As I said, there's a couple of other podcast episodes that are about that. And there are tools that can be used. And there's even some insights in that article to help you move past physical pain and find physical comfort. And that's an important part. But let's talk about some of the common thoughts that we have when it comes to our body and our intimate interactions with other people after breast cancer. Now I'm going to share with you some things that have been said to me and I want to, it's almost going to be like kind of a coaching session. I want you to see what comes from these thoughts because the objective here of this show isn't to say, oh, it's your fault. It's all in your mind. That is not it. But I want to help you be aware of what you're thinking and understand that oftentimes we can have a thought in our head And as long as we continue to think that way, the result is going to be that we're not going to enjoy intimacy. We are not going to find arousal. We are not going to stimulate desire. Okay. Because when you have the thought in your head, and I'm going to list some for you that are very common that I hear. When you have the thought, they're not going to want to look at me. I'm so ugly. I am not sexy anymore. My body has been mutilated. Who's going to want to look at it? My body doesn't react the same anymore, right? When you're missing or have removed a part of your breast, a full breast or both breasts, your body does not feel the same. Reconstructed breasts do not feel the same. And they don't feel the same meaning to your partner, but they also don't feel the same to you when they're touched. And sometimes it might even be uncomfortable. There are places and and nerve reactions or because nerves have been cut where it might even be uncomfortable. And so where do you stand and what are your thoughts about voicing where there is discomfort, about voicing where you find pleasure and where you don't and how that has changed for you after breast cancer. But let's go back to these thoughts about ourselves. So I have had women say to me, you know, the lack of sex drive that I have ruined my relationship or that a boyfriend or a husband or a lover left them because they didn't have desire. And, you know, I I don't know, you know, I'm not going to go into people's backstories, but when we have these thoughts in our head, I think that it's really, really awful because we take so much shame and responsibility and God, there's got to be anger and resentment behind that when we're telling ourselves, I had this treatment, this treatment did this to me, this ruined what I believe was a very special thing. Now, I I'm going to include as a download for this podcast, a worksheet that you can download where you can find the show notes. And again, that's the breastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash 186. And I thought about that as I was thinking this episode, because this topic is really so important for you to look at what you're actually thinking about yourself. If you are telling yourself, I am not sexy, 
how are you ever going to feel aroused? If your thought is, no one's going to want to look at my breast now, it's going to be very difficult for you to feel desire and arousal. If you think I am ugly, and I've had so many women say, no one will ever want me like this. And when you have those kinds of thoughts in your head, that is where you have to go first. I don't care how many toys or tools or lubricants or anything else that you can find. They're not going to change the fact that your desire and your arousal is going to be exponentially diminished by thinking you're ugly, you're undesirable, and you're not sexy. By thinking that these things are your fault or by comparing yourself to who you used to be and expecting a body that's been through these chemical treatments to react the same. And so instead of us holding on to this thought of, I have no desire, we have to look at what that's creating and then ask ourselves what other thoughts are available. For instance, what if you had a different thought that said, it takes a little work to get my desire warmed up these days. Would you take different actions if you had that thought? Versus if you just keep telling yourself, I have no desire. I had I talked to this woman who was a friend of mine one time, and it was so funny because she was saying, you know, I just, I just have no desire anymore. She goes, I would rather put on my PJs and cuddle up on the couch with a good book. That makes me so much happier. And I said, really? What about if Jason Momoa was sitting on the couch across from you? And she was like, well, I mean, that would be different. Would it? So what does that lead you to think? What are your thoughts not only about yourself, but what are your thoughts about your partner? Do we really look at and examine? Because after we go through this treatment, I know for a fact that sometimes there are a lot of women who are thinking, this person wasn't there to support me enough. This person doesn't understand what I'm going through. This person expects me to act normal and I don't feel normal and resentment and anger start to build up. And so we may start to see our partner through a very different lens if we don't process our thoughts about where that person stood for us in our life, where they stand now, what our expectations were, what our rules for them still are, and whether or not they're fulfilling those rules. So on the one hand, you have thoughts about yourself. And for instance, if your thoughts are, oh my God, you know, when they, I don't want them to touch me there because it doesn't, they don't feel the same or my boobs don't look good anymore. And then someone touches you there. Well, I guarantee you there's a cascade of thoughts behind that because I've been there too. Oh, that doesn't feel right. Oh, uh, what must they be thinking about that? What am I thinking about that? I don't like the way it feels. Holy cow, your mind is not in the moment when it's running with all of those stories. And then on the flip side of that is other thing. Oh, this person, this person expects me to be intimate now. This person doesn't realize that I'm going through this process. They don't realize that my joints hurt. They don't realize that I'm so tired. They just want more and more and more from me. Are those some of your thoughts? So when we get into this situation where we have a result we are not liking in our life, 
We've got to come back and get our thoughts in order and get our thoughts clean. We've got to come back and look at our stories and work through those stories and see what other options there are for us and other ways that we can approach it so that we have the desire, the feeling we want to have, the desire to take different actions so that we can create different results in our life. But if we stop and we just look only at this external piece and you say, this external piece is broken, this external piece doesn't look the way it should, isn't working the way it should, and therefore this result is never going to be what I want it to be then you're missing a very, very powerful part of being able to enjoy yourself in an intimate relationship and in physical interactions and having sex with other people. So for this podcast especially, I wanted to create that form because I think just hearing what I have to say is one thing, but if you take this worksheet and you sit down and you actually fill it out and you look at, answer the questions and look at the thoughts you have I think you might be amazed and look at them and say to yourself, wow, wow, no wonder why I'm having issues here. Look at what I'm telling myself about me. Look at what I'm telling myself about other people. Is there any way that I can go from these thoughts ever to being a person feeling confident and sexy and desirable? So please go check that out. Please do the work in the action sheet and come and talk to me. Find me on Facebook, Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach, on Instagram, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. And if you like what you hear here in the podcast, not just this particular episode, but this episode and all the others, if you feel like they offer you something that sparks curiosity, something that gives you an opportunity or another option or another way to look at something that might bring you more happiness and fulfillment in your life, then you will love the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Membership because this is what we do. This is what we look at. This is what coaching does. It offers you the opportunity to become more aware of your thoughts and to understand the power you have in choosing different ways of thinking that create different results in your life. It is fantastic and is powerful and it works for every situation for Whatever you're thinking about yourself when it comes to sex and intimacy, it works with money, it works with health, it works with food choices. It all starts with what we're thinking. That is so powerful. So I hope you come and join me. And again, you can find all the details at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. So go and get that form and I will talk to you again next week. And until then, Please be good to yourself and give yourself some more options. I'll talk to you soon. You've tamed the voices in your head. You've put your courage to the test. Laid all your doubts to rest. Your mind is clearer than before. Your heart is full and wanting more. Your future's at the door. Give it all you got. This is your moment